This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. And today we have a really fun, kind of lighthearted topic. Um, and that is financial lessons for holiday movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> with me today, I have Amy McFarland. Yeah. Welcome, Amy. Good morning, Mary. <laughs> Amy does business development for Stirk Financial. And we have had a lot of fun putting this topic together to talk with you about today. And the thing is, financial lessons are all around us, even in these holiday movies. So we thought it would be fun um, since uh, the airing of this is happening for the first time on Christmas Eve day <laughs> yes <laughs> to just talk a little bit about some of the fun financial lessons that we've learned from different holiday movies yes I love this so Amy what's one of your favorites um just in general mm-hmm. oh gosh I I don't know I feel like this dates me but um I still love it's a wonderful life and I still love a Christmas <laughs> story but I think I like a Christmas story because that was when I was an adult the move it really kind of caught on yeah. um in like maybe the 80s it mm-hmm. really was there was a resurgence and i remember watching it with my family okay. and we all had the different things given our ages that we liked about it absolutely yeah. a christmas story is a great family movie because <laughs> there's something that every age in your family your father your mother your grandparents oh. your, you as kids can all relate to yes. something in that yes. movie plus it's just funny yeah <laughs> really is. But so here's the financial lesson that I think is the best one out of the movie, The Christmas Story. So all that little Ralphie wanted was that red rider shotgun, right? That BB gun. (laughs) And so that's what he wanted. And his dad was transfixed by this horrible leg lamp. (laughs) And he had won. I mean, he just loved that prize while his mother was, you know, thought it was horrible. And so the so Ralphie wanted a gun. The dad loved the lamp. And the the financial lesson I think that I take from this is that the true value of any gift or any property lies with the beholder. Beauty is in the eye. Yes. One man's junk is another man's treasure. (laughs) It is. That's very true. So if you're giving a gift, then it's all about what that receiver is likely to feel about it. And if you have, you know, are coveting something that you're hoping that you're going to get as a gift, then it's it's always very personal, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And And everything about it you see is makes you happy you know (laughs) even when that lamp came in the box and he said look it's italian fragile and we still say fragile yes 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 we do too and here the mom thought it was the horrible most horrible thing in the world and the dad was massively in love with it and it that just goes to show you that one man's trash is another man's treasure or Mm -hmm. the value of a gift is in the eye of the beholder yes Uh, how about you mary what's a favorite movie of yours well i have to err on this side of a Charlie Brown Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely one of my favorites. We used to sit around and and watch the holiday movies when I was little. So there's lots of like family tradition memories and Mm -hmm. things tied up in that Mm -hmm. for me. Um, And when I was a kid, we weren't allowed to watch a lot of TV. Okay. So the holiday movie thing was kind of a a big deal because it meant we could watch some TV that we didn't usually get to. And we could only watch it when it came on TV, not when we wanted to. (laughs) There wasn't 24 hours of holiday movie channels at that point in time when I was young. But, you know, good old Charlie Brown buys a sad little tree. And that 
sad little tree is the Christmas tree that everybody remembers. Yeah. Right? Yes. I mean, you think about all these beautiful Christmas trees that we've seen over the years. And, oh. the, you know, if you had to say somebody pick a memorable tree, so many people would think about that poor little tiny Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. In fact, they sell Charlie Brown Christmas trees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because That's it's right. such a good memory for so yeah. many people. So I think that the lesson, the financial lesson that I take from that is that the holiday season has become so commercialized. Um, but taking time to remember what's meaningful and worth celebrating in your life yes. is the main point of it all. And you don't need fancy. You don't need expensive you don't need anything to remember those things. That's right. So keeping I, it in perspective. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I, I think that I, I go right <laughs> to that lesson about the the true value of of the holiday. It's a great season. metaphor. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. All right. What's another one that you love? Um, I would say I. I really like a Christmas carol. I didn't mm-hmm. like it when I was growing up. The I think the original one. I'm trying to think who was in it, but um, it kind of scared me a little bit. And it took me. I had to get a little bit more mature to understand the lessons that were being taught in yeah. that film. But I really did like it. Mr. Scrooge definitely, you know, this dark house and he was so miserly and counting his money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it just it it really it, it spoke in a lot of ways to me. Yeah, and I think that that there was that like that movie is laden with yes. financial lessons. Yes. Right? Number one, you know, um, for Tiny Tim's dad who had the job that he always had to work late and couldn't spend time with his families and was getting paid barely anything but still worked so hard. You know, that's one lesson about hard work, you know, to take care of your family. Yes. Um, another lesson is, you know, Mr. Scrooge being this old curmudgeon and he's cold and lonely counting his riches and things mm-hmm. like that. That's another you know, money doesn't buy you happiness well, kind of lesson. Yes. And the whole idea, uh, my kids talk more in these terms, is the the bad karma you throw out comes back. Yes. The good karma you throw out comes back. And Scrooge was very miserly and he didn't share his money and he didn't uh, give any value to his employees. And, right. Yeah. yeah. I think my biggest takeaway from A Christmas Carol is give some of your money away. And let your wealth help create kindness and joy in the world. Yeah. I think that's the best lesson, though, overall from that movie that's there. No, I I would have to agree 100%. And, you know, when I knew we were going to be doing this um, talk, I was I was doing some reading on It's a Wonderful Life. And there is so much information about all the money lessons that come <laughs> from It's a Wonderful Life. It's, it's pretty amazing. And for me, that was another movie. I had never heard of it. And then... Um, friends, I, I was in college, and they said, "Oh, you've never seen this." And we were, and I just didn't quite get it right away. The mm-hmm. movie, it, it, I think that's a movie that has a lot of layers to it. It does. So let's talk about some of those layers. Okay. That'll be kind okay. of fun. So um, I think the first lesson that I take from "It's a Wonderful Life" is that financial crises can cause a tremendous amount of stress in somebody's life. Yes, absolutely, for sure. I mean. 
George Bailey, the the central character in that movie, kind of went berserk and was contemplating suicide um, because of his financial crisis. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he was responsible for the bank, basically, that he was running. And um, even though he was innocent, the financial stress made him question everything, his life, his career, all the financial decisions that had led up to that situation. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes when you have plenty of money, you forget that feeling of what that financial stress can create in somebody's life. Yes. And then when you have a moment where all of a sudden you're kind of wondering about your finances again, you realize, oh, that position is absolutely not fun to be in. No, you're absolutely right. And the next one that comes to mind to me, Mary, which I will bring up, is some business owners don't have your best interests at heart. Imagine that. <laughs> and I I am very fortunate to not have that problem, but uh, George did. And, um, you know, when you think about Henry Potter, this wealthy business owner, he gains control over the local bank, and he doesn't care about those who lived and worked in the community. And it was like George was one of the few people that saw that this had a very bad long-term effect. Right, exactly. And he was trying to protect people and um, was struggling with that. Right. So recognizing that not all business owners have your best interests at heart is, again, another good financial lesson to take away from this holiday movie. And I guarantee you all of our listeners are thinking right now of someone that they've worked for when you really, and hopefully not too many, but (laughs) where you realize, wow, this person really doesn't, Care. Right. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes back to your a bad karma out into the world. Yes. I think usually mm-hmm. some things come back and kind of, kind of, you know, touch you about that. So, yes. All right. I think that the next lesson that It's a Wonderful Life brings us is this a family member might not be your best employee. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Billy. <laughs> Uncle Billy, there you go. <laughs> he nearly ruined the business. He drank on the job. He wasn't very productive, uh, you know. But here you go. You have that family dynamic of yep. uh, yes. a business where you're employing your relatives. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And another one, Mary, that you have brought up in other ways is building that emergency fund. That's a yes. core value of yours. Right. And having that getaway money. Mm-hmm. And, and so here's what we mean by that. If you you, if you need uh, some money because you've had an emergency pop up, mm-hmm. then, you know, whether it's a new roof or a car breaks down or something like that, then having that money readily available to take care of a problem is a good idea. Or as Amy said, I, I talk about a getaway fund. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A getaway fund is, is designed for people who might be in a relationship that's abusive or dangerous. Absolutely. So you should have a little bit of a cash stash so you can always get somewhere safe if you need to. That's right. Um, but, you know, George was thrifty in It's a Wonderful Life, but he mm-hmm. did not have an emergency fund. He worked for years to set aside money to travel or attend college so he was clearly capable of saving and he didn't necessarily spend extravagantly but he hadn't set aside enough money Mm -hmm. to save himself or his company from impending disaster exactly which again caused that financial stress we're talking about that's right (laughs) and another one um if we have time for a couple more not all financial institutions are run alike that's right. They're not. The um, you know banks run differently from other banks. Lending policies are different. So here's here's the biggest lesson that I take from that is is understand your debt. 
right? Oh, okay. If you have a loan with one place, it might not work exactly the same as a loan that you have with another place. Sure. Just like in It's a Wonderful Life, the Potter's Bank and the Bailey Brothers Bank, or the Building and Loan Association, I should say, mm-hmm. were very different in how they did things. So And true. that caused lots of problems for the yes. people in this movie. <laughs> yes, that's true. And lastly, resourcefulness. It saves money. It does. So Mary, let's talk about Mary in that movie. All right. She mm. was a great saver. And she saved money by buying a fixer-upper and making repairs herself while she was raising their family. Very industrious. Very much She was so. the multitasker. Yes, she was. <laughs> so even though that was time-consuming and it was frustrating to old George at times, she mm-hmm. was able to help take care of the family by doing some of those things. Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stark. And today we are talking about financial lessons that we've learned from holiday movies. <laughs> we all have a soft spot in our heart for these holiday movies. Mm-hmm. So these have been kind of fun to talk about. They have. Today. They really have, Mary. Especially this is kind of a whole different take on yeah. <laughs> these not, movies. Not so much what about financial the holidays, lessons with, we're being taught. Well, we are financial planners here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so which one are we going to talk about first? All right. The next financial lessons that we're going to talk about come from the wonderful movie Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Now that was one of my favorites, you know, growing up. And here's the the I think the biggest financial lesson that I take from this. Remember Hermie? Yes. The little yeah. Hermie, the little yeah. guy who wanted to be a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> this is the lesson that I take from from this movie is that sometimes following your dreams can be tough especially if what you want is not what others expect of you. But if you're like Hermie and you're not doing well at your job, because it's not something you really enjoy, it could be time for a change. Okay. And the holidays, you know, New Year's resolutions coming up, things like that, this is the perfect time to take that financial lesson to heart and say, I know that that might change things financially for myself, but am I really doing something that I love and feel like creates an impact in the world? And I have to say, the the expression I like to, you know, we talk about it as a tip. If something starts to happen, then it snowballs, sure. so yep. to speak. It tips in the direction. Yes. Mm-hmm. I call it the winds of change. And okay. I think in your life, if you take stock of what's going on, you assess and you will feel when the winds of change are happening or for whatever your beliefs are that something is pushing you to make a change. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And good old little Hermie yeah. wanted to be a dentist. <laughs> and so, you know, you can use him as your as your your uh, sailor leading that winds of change exactly. and <laughs> move forward it. in I life. There you go. Can't wait to watch that and think about that. <laughs> All right. So the next one that I want to talk about is a lot of people's favorite, the Grinch who stole Christmas. Yes. I, well, and we were talking, it's, uh, I, I liked the, the original one, but I don't know for me, the second one with Jim Carrey absolutely stole my heart. But there are some really great lessons there because the Grinch tries to ruin Christmas by mm-hmm. stealing all the presents and all the decorations of Whoville. But come Christmas morning, the Who's are still singing merrily. Yep, it's and not about the money. It's it startles not about the, the value Grinch. Of the gifts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he 
he has to come to realize that the importance of Christmas is joining together as friends and family and not receiving gifts. And another thing that this paralleled with me was when the bombings happened in Paris, Mm -hmm. how all the people said, we're still going to go out and go to our favorite cafes and we're still going to do all these things because we still need to be happy and not let so it not wreck letting our lives. a financial setback yes. make you stop enjoying your life. Yes. Right. Now there was a great scene in the Jim Carrey version of The Grinch <laughs> that stole Christmas that was about credit cards, right? Do you remember <laughs> that scene? Yes. And I mean they were making you know, they were trying to be funny, but it showed them just spending their credit cards. I mean, just like running them through. Like, it was just like a crazy frenzy. Yes. <laughs> it's like, they didn't care. They didn't care. Right. Yeah. And so don't do that. That's your financial <laughs> lesson from this holiday movie. Don't yes. do that. <laughs> yes. Especially today. <laughs> you know, I find on the 24th, that's when mm-hmm. I like, oh, I don't know if I have enough gifts. Last minute gifts. And uh, oh. a lot of gentlemen out there doing their one Jewelry and only time of Christmas. Christmas shopping for their ladies, yes. you know, but so just be careful with those right. old credit cards. That's right. <laughs> All right. The last movie that we're going to talk about is one of my old time favorites, too. And that how can we not talk about holiday lessons or how can we talk about financial lessons from holiday movies without mentioning a Christmas <laughs> yes. vacation? Yes, absolutely. So Clark Griswold wonderful father, family man that he was, had put down a huge deposit on a new swimming pool and was planning to pay for that with his upcoming Christmas bonus. And instead of a Christmas bonus, what did he get? Jelly of the Month Club. Jelly of the Month Club. Yeah. So the lesson here is don't spend your money before you actually have it. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I think one of the things that makes that a favorite movie for so many is we all can relate to one of the characters or the, the, whether it's stringing up all the lights, Mm -hmm. you know, the the Griswolds had, there's just, and there was something very warm and charming because he had so much you know, he had the spirit in him. Right. He felt the joy. He loved the season. I have so many friends who, um, you know, want to go into the holiday season and it's all about peace and joy and love and they want to create that spirit. And then you get around your crazy relatives. We all have some lunatic relatives. We all have some people that make you roll your eyes. We all have something happen that makes the holidays stressful instead right. of delightful. Right. And sometimes even just being around your family triggers <laughs> doesn't matter how normal they are, right? So that movie is so great to just kind of highlight the craziness that happens with family dynamics. Mm -hmm. And then, again, how much financial stress can be caused if you're not managing your money, right? Mary, it's so true. It's just, it really is. So that is the best financial lesson I think we take away from a Christmas vacation is don't spend that bonus before you actually have it. (laughs) So if you uh, are thinking about how to spend that bonus and you're going to wait till after Christmas to do it, we have a great retirement seminar coming up (laughs) and we can help you figure out how to spend some of those bonuses um, to save for a great retirement instead of spending it all on Christmas gifts. So there you go. January 12th is our retirement seminar coming up. You can register online at sterkfinancialservices.com. We hope you join us. Um, We only do a couple of retirement seminars a year, and um, this one promises to be um, really well attended, and I think that you'll enjoy the information 
and uh, help you get kind of on target for your retirement. It does. And I want to add that if you do call in, oftentimes you'll get me on the phone. And sometimes people have called and they just have questions about what is the format? What are you going to be talking about? And please feel free to call and ask uh, for me. Yeah. So we get a lot of questions about who that's designed for. And really, if you're within about 10 years of retiring, this seminar is for you. We're going to talk about the things that you want to think about leading up to that actual retirement date and, and how to use this time until you're ready to retire to get your ducks in a row, basically. Yes. So if you're a year out, if you're a month out, or if you're 10 years out, that's kind of the time frame that we think this seminar is going to be valuable for people. And I saw a really cute quip on this particular year as we roll into another year. <clears throat> Speaking of movies, this is The Sound of Music. They said, oh. join us as 16 going on 17. <laughs> That's fantastic. So I'm excited because a January retirement seminar is just a great time to say, okay, maybe this is going to be part of my New Year's resolution. And speaking of New Year's resolutions, next week our show is going to be all about (laughs) New Year and new goals. So we will look forward to seeing you then. (laughs) Until then, we hope all of our listeners have a very safe and happy holiday season and a very prosperous New Year. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Insurance offered through Sterk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial. Sterk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dunes, South Dakota, 57049, and can be reached at 605-217-3555.